Welcome to the Sasquatch Podcast, Into the Wild Wild Western Reviews. I'm Jesse, your host, and my co-host, Big Chungus. And in this review, we're review- we are doing one of the most iconic westerns, the good, the bad, and the ugly, a 1966 Italian epic spaghetti western film. Spaghetti. This movie runtime is about 177 minutes, and its budget is... 1.2 million and it made 25.1 million in the box office. This is the third movie in a series called The Man with N- The Man with No Name trilogy. Now a little bit about the plot. Co-host? God. Okay. So um this so as Jester said it's a 177 minute long movie so the plot is it okay. I'm trying to sum it up in a way that doesn't make me just over-explain it and make this episode 177 minutes. Um, that's why I gave it the... <laughs> well, that's... Uh, so, basically, it's about... Uh, to, to just glance over it all, to give it just a straightforward... Um, it's about these three characters. Uh, the Good, who is... Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood, or Blondie. the... Blondie, or the man with no name. The Bad, which is... Uh, Christopher Lee... No, not Christopher Lee. It's like Charles or something. No, Von Von Lee. It's it's. No, I meant his name in the in the in the movie. Oh, uh, Angel Eyes. Angel Eyes. Um, and Tuco, the the ugly, the ugly, um, essentially crossing paths. I think a third times. time. Yeah. Uh, several times looking for Confederate gold. Yeah. And was the the start of the movie 200,000 in Confederate gold. Yeah, $200,000 in Confederate gold. Uh because this is during the time the, the very last days of the Civil War. Um but the the beginning of the movie and the the important thing is is that Tuco and Clint Eastwood's character or Tuco is the the character's name but not the actor, but Tuco and Blondie are kind of running a scam yeah a big time scam to make kind of yeah basically good money i guess um pretending that he's a a bounty hunter bringing in the bounty to go yeah and then he overhears that there's confederate gold being hidden somewhere and yeah it's it's one of those ones where it's it's really difficult to say because the whole plot stretched over that entire two hours of the movie. It stretches the entire thing. It covers everything. Um, but since this is the third in the series, uh, these characters have met before. Yeah. But these, so this is the first time we're watching it. Um, but we hadn't seen the previous, at least I hadn't seen the previous ones. You have. Uh, no, I've, I've seen this one. And, uh, the previous ones, uh, previous ones, uh, it was uh, it squashes. Just so you know, this is a uh, very the, long the, it's series. Ca- it's called the Dollar Trilogy. The first one is called a fistful, uh, fist of, a fistful of dollars. The second one is called for a few dollars. That's when for a few dollars more. Uh, for a few dollars more, and that one introduced um, Angel Eye. Uh, and Tuco, and then they wind up going in this movie, um, Good, the Bad, the Ugly, 
Um, so that happens. And basically, you know, they're all after the same thing. They have their own past, but they, you know... They all know each other in some way, shape, or form. Um, and they all want the same thing, which is the Confederate gold. Yeah. And um, the yeah. reason why I'm having such a hard time is because there is a lot to unpack. Yeah. It, it's a very big movie. We, like, wa- we watched the full version. It was about almost three hours long. Yeah, it was It was just shy of yeah. three hours. Um, but the big takeaways is that this is like the standard that spaghetti westerns are held to yeah um the music in it is incredible i really liked it i was i was kind of on the fence at first about it because i was like uh like like that is dated music but then i was like man it they really did set up really uh good cohesion and atmosphere in the in the settings and then this also is clint eastwood's like big role where he's a huge yeah. badass Th- this is where like like where he's iconic for is this movie he's like oh clint eastwood oh good the bad the ugly and you go oh yeah which clint is eastwood. weird because this is an italian film yeah based on american events which i think is i think that's cool so um yeah let's just get straight into um, it this is, some some fun little facts uh, the famous bridge scene explosion, they had to be done twice. So there was this bridge that it's, it's about right, almost probably dead middle of the movie. Almost I'd say, close I'd to say the at end. two hours, I'd say at the two hour mark, um, where they are need to cross the, the river. And, but the, the Confederates and the union are battling out and there's this bridge that they're all duking out. And, uh, Tuco was like, "Hey, if they if you destroy the bridge, then we don't have to worry about the Confederates or the Union, and we could go on to uh, the cemetery where we need to go. So let's blow it up." Um, and man, did they fucking blow it up! Yeah, no, that's one thing that I pointed out to Jester that was super cool was that when they actually blow it up in the movie, they actually blow up the bridge. Like it's not just a oh they they got everyone and then they were like, okay, we'll blow it up and show it. And it'll be either like a mock or it'll be, you know, somewhere else. No, they blew up the bridge with all the actors and everything around because you could even see the shockwave yeah, being no, traveled. It was... it was really cool. And considering this movie was in 1966, that's pretty impressive. That yeah, I, I mean, it, somebody the... probably got hurt during that because yeah, but they had to do it twice. So I was wondering what the first time they do it, they're like, "Well, shit, that was that didn't look good. We need to I build wonder... another bridge and build blow another... it up again." But, you know, in this day and age, in 2021, they probably would have been like, all right, cool. Um, let's just CG. Let's just rewind that a little bit in the CG and fix that, make it a little bit bigger. And uh, Michael Bay that shit and blow it up and bigger. So, you know, but back then, 1966, um, well, shit, we have to build a brand new bridge. Fuck. Um, anyways, uh, Clint Eastwood hated uh, his cigars. Um, so... You know, him smoking those cigars, you always see him in this small little cigar over and over and over again. And I pointed out, where the fuck does he get them? Um, yeah, it's kind of fun. It's it's one of those, like, kind of tongue-in-cheek things to see him just pull out another one of these stogies. And then, um, and then light, light the, the... The thing he hates. The thing yeah, he hated them. I mean, I mean, I, 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 was, I was wondering during, like, the first two movies, he probably would like, oh, this is not too bad. And probably after, like, the end of the... The second movie, he was probably like, I really hate these things. 
and I don't want to have him ever again, then, you know, he signed up for a third movie. Um, and he was probably like, well, fuck. Clint, apparently, uh, Clint Eastwood wasn't happy with uh, how the movie turned out or how it was done. Really? Yeah. Um, the iconic theme song um, you hear is made uh, was made in part to mimic uh, Howling of Coyotes. Um, Clint Eastwood never once washed the poncho you saw, the brown and white one at the end where he was wearing. The complete badass poncho. Yeah, he never washed it. And uh, the movies also, these movies made him uh, famous, of course. They made him very famous. Yeah, these were like the movies that basically... Here, I'm going to search something really quick of when... Um, the movie was shot in two different locations in Spain. That was really interesting. So uh, the desert that. of Spain. Also, they had to use 100, uh, 1,500 uh, Spanish soldiers as extras in the movie. Uh, probably before the um, the scene where you saw the un- the the Confederates were was leaving the town. And also, uh, probably on the battlefield. Yeah, no, that was a lot of people. That, yeah. In the, the battle, that was... Uh, so, Squatchers, um, first of all, let me just go out of the way before we go uh, even more in-depth. Th- watch this. It's really good. No, if you haven't watched it's, this, it's... It's, it's, it's stupid it's, long, but yeah. it's really good. Anyway. Um, um, yeah, no, in that particular scene, there's, there's a ton of people on, like, on screen. So... I had to imagine that that's where that. Well, they had to, they, the they, they couldn't they couldn't really like hey can can you uh, ship over, uh, you know, fifteen hundred Americans? That'd be great. You know, they were in Spain in nineteen sixty six. Um, the 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 one of the scenes the last scenes was in a cemetery. Um, there was a scene that um, a dog runs on the, into the cemetery. Apparently, the dog just showed up and was just you know running on set uh and they couldn't really like i don't know how many takes they probably tried but they were probably like oh we'll just keep that scene i i'm so curious as to when that what what's up with that dog um the cemetery that um they did in spain it's a famous attraction now uh and the director of the movie uh didn't speak a word of english oh really oh yeah he didn't speak english at all dang uh also, like I told you during the movie, uh, looking up little facts, um, the movie was had to be dubbed over because there was uh, three different uh, languages. I think it was like American. There's American, um, German, and Italian. Yeah. Or and then Spanish. And Spanish, and uh, that's why when you watch the movie, you see the you you pointed out the lips didn't. They. It's not that they like. So, if you've ever watched, like, a... Godzilla movie? Yeah, you notice that their lips don't sync up just right. Watching this, their lips synced up fine, but not to the, like, the infliction. Like, our... Like, the way that they were talking, you could tell something was a little off or, like, a little delayed, like, just in the speech. And I pointed out, and uh, Jester was like, yeah, no, they dubbed it uh, over because initially it was screened in Italy, so we're hearing like a secondary version. I'm like, but the entire script is in English. Yeah. That's weird. And he's like, yeah, no, they, uh, they dubbed it. And it's, it's one of those things that like you get used to it after a while, but 
there's some points where it's just like, wow, you can really tell that this is dubbed. Yeah, it's hard not it's to not watch bad. when people speak and then look at their like lips and move and all that stuff. Then you're like, oh, it's normal. But like in movies like that, and you find out that it's like dubbed, you just have to like look at their eyes and get visual. Like, oh, this is really good. I don't want to really pay attention to the movie. I hear it and glance at it. Um, let's just get into it. Um, Man, oh man, it was a western. Yeah, this it's is a like... western through and through. It's it, it, uh, as we've read, but uh, I don't know if we've kind of gotten this point across. It is like the standard that any spaghetti western is held to. Like John Wayne has like the cool like hero western going on. This has your typical like western badass. Yeah, like not a hero, just a badass. Like he does whatever he yeah, wants. Yeah, Clint Eastwood was uh does not give a shit. The, there was a part in the movie it was like toward the end where uh, Tuco was like digging up and uh Clint Eastwood was waiting for him to dig even more and then all of a sudden um Angel Eye comes in and throws a shovel and says, "Oh, I got you." He like throws it down and be like, "You dig." And Clint Eastwood is just standing there and he puts a cigar in his mouth and he lights it. And Angel Eyes is like, you're not going to dig? You're not digging? <laughs> and and he, he goes, nope. And nope. he kicks open the grave, and there's nothing in the grave because it was the wrong grave. And he says, I'm going to put this name on a rock. And, and the you know, famous scene comes, and all three of them are standing out there, the Mexican standoff. And, uh, you know, it, it just – the fact that, like, he knew, and he, it, and it's, he has that – glare he has that cool guy glare yeah just he's like clint eastwood uh like back then with all his stuff he always played like a badass and he tough guy tough badass. guy and he, it's pretty damn amazing yeah if you've seen uh the funny thing is i kept quoting uh throughout like you know watching it um just things that he says in other movies like dirty harry um I mean, I should have said other movies because I've only really seen Dirty Hair, but it's uh, it's funny because if you've seen any of Clint Eastwood's movies, he's got a very distinctive voice and kind of scowl. And in this movie, it's just this shit, shit, smug grin that he's got the entire time. And uh, as I was reading, so they he wanted his character, uh, Blondie or the man with no name, to not really say a lot. And in the movie, he doesn't really say a lot of lines. I'd have to say maybe like three minutes of full talking. Yeah. But the cool part about that is that it makes him that much tougher and cooler each time he does something with his gun. And the other thing is, is that he has all the, the, I don't even know. I'm still kind of bugging over how cool this movie is. It's really cool. Cause it's, he's just so he's, a like quintessential western badass like he doesn't miss any of his shots no. he counts his his shots too he never runs out um and then he's always got a good one-liner for or not not even really a one-liner just like an explanation for his his bullshit that he's always pulling with people um towards the end of the movie uh, what do you say? There's uh, there's two people in this world. Yeah, there's uh, two peoples in the world, um, the one with a gun and another those who, who dig. Those who dig a grave. Yeah, and um, but he sounded a lot cooler. I mean, yeah, we could we could easily try and do his uh, 
raspy voice. His raspy voice, but we just end up butchering it. Um, but for so for those who aren't really aware of what a spaghetti western is, it's basically just they're uh, a very long movie. Not not just that. It's also kind of the cliches, the you know tough uh, cowboy kind of thing, um, desperado like stuff like you know he he only uses one gun the entire thing and the entire time doesn't miss his shot like we're saying um or it has you know scars or whatever to like say you know I, you think you've seen my life but you or you think you know me but you don't know my life like stuff like that and so this really so like um the true grit remake that they did with jeff bridges is a spaghetti western like that was turned into one because in that one his character is supposed to be a badass like that. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Not Tom Cheney. Uh. I'll find. I'll. I'll say it eventually. But um, or in like Django Unchained, um. Y- you know, while Django does talk in the movie, he's still got that cool background that he doesn't really say much about it it's just it's that whole you have this character who just it just drips cool without being cool that's just that's just who he is and he i'm trying to think of what else makes a makes the spaghetti western like typical um it's kind of like they're against everybody else and everyone else is just in their way yeah because like um in i think the mandalorian recap that we did uh that was going for more of a spaghetti western style yeah and i i mentioned that that um it's more like a samurai in a spaghetti western that's what uh that's why i thought it was going for what the mandalorian yeah yeah um but it's still like uh in the mandalorian series it's still that you know uh, he doesn't miss his shots. Like he's just a badass to be a badass. He's and not, he doesn't say much at all. He doesn't say much, and he's not good or evil. He's just straight down the middle. He'll do bad things, but he'll also do good things. But because it's Disney, he's got to be the good guy, even though, even though in this movie he's not either. Like uh, Clint Eastwood's character is neither. Yeah, he's yeah. not a good or a bad guy because he's running a scam in the beginning, and then. He's also merciful. He doesn't want to kill his his lackey. Essentially, he's like, I hate you enough that I don't want to kill you. Yeah, uh, yeah. At the end of the movie, he yeah he he he's basically well. He also was getting back at him. Okay, so that's another thing that we have to point out is that there's a lot of like a lot of betrayal, betrayal and revenge in these movies. Uh, in spaghetti westerns, there's a lot of and then two timing. Like it, it's it's funny because. When they come out, like in some other kinds of movies, you can see the backstabbing like coming up. You can be like, "Oh, they're gonna turn." Well, this one just comes out. Of, these in these movies, they come out of nowhere, and you're like, "Whoa, I'm the first of hearing of this." Who yeah. are these people? Yeah, kind of like uh, at the last part of the movie where uh, uh, the Mexican standoff, where it's uh, Tuco, Blondie, and uh, Angel Eyes. You know, all have their guns who re- ready. Who will fire first? Who will pull their gun first? And you know, of course, uh, Angel Eyes pulls his gun first. But uh, you know, Blondie shoots Angel Eyes until he's dead. And Tuco pulls his gun. And he tries to sh- fire it, and 
Tuco had no bullets because uh, Blondie took his bullets out the night before. Yeah, but he didn't even... He didn't even... Uh, like, of course he knew he was going to try to shoot him. Cause, so that's why he took his bullets out. But he didn't even try to point him at... He didn't even no. go for... Because he Tuco. knew what he was going to do. Yeah, and he also knew. He's like, no, I'm not done with him yet. Um, so that's, that's the other part. And then... Um, the other fact is that they're all kind of trying to run each other in or uh, you bring each other into the law in yeah. some way, shape, or form. Uh, not only for the money, but just kind of to get back at each other. Yeah, kind of like a... And it all fails know. every single time. It's a, it's a lot of... Hour and a half part where basically the tide would turn and uh, Tuco uh, basically walks uh, Blondie through the desert until he's almost dead. Uh, that part was weird. It was weird because it was drawn out way too long i think um but okay so this was a comment they made during the movie was uh they did clint eastwood's makeup at least i think it was his makeup they made him look pretty darn good sun destroyed Uh, but also this is a a remastered version so you know the color really made it you know really good yeah that's what i'm wondering because uh i had I could have swore that it was in black and white. Maybe it was in color, and I'm just insane. But I could have swore when I saw it. Um, and when I say when I saw it, I mean like the parts I've seen of it. I could have swore it was in black and white. Because um, this is 1966. There's not. There wasn't a lot of colored movies back then. Or if they were colored, they they were far and few. Um, I don't know. Uh, I feel like I've held the mic too long. I want to hear what you have to say about it. Because, again, uh, me interjecting again, this is a really long movie. Yeah. Like, The Hateful Eight was long. This is longer. And I'd say better. Really? Yes. I like this way better than The Hateful Eight. Really? Yes. Okay, okay. But anyway, I'm going to turn it over to you now for a bit. Um, I think I like this movie. I was the one who picked this movie. And, uh... I saw this as a kid. I probably saw it on TV, so I probably saw the shorter version. Um, the 90-minute version? That, that I didn't realize how long this fucking movie was. Um, if I knew how long it was, I probably would have been like, maybe we'll go with the shorter version. Uh, it, probably st- it, was st- it probably still would be good as you know the original. Um, and, uh, no, I liked it. I love the music. Um... I liked uh, the cinematography, how how the panning of it, you know, the close shots. Um, there were some parts where, you know, probably could have been taken out. Um, but you get to, the, when you watch it, like, it's like when the movie got to the point where they're at the, the Union, they're on the Union side and the Confederate side, and they're battling it out. Um, I brought up the thing saying, hey, uh, this, this could have been clipped out, but then... You know, then you find out that, you know, it does make sense part of the movie what they got to do. It um, eventually, yeah, it eventually, eventually made sense. sense. Um, but that, that's, but that what makes a spaghetti western a spaghetti western is the parts that you say they don't make sense really do make sense. It really sums up the movie of what it should be. Is the the long drawn out parts really make the movie what it is? Yeah, I think the thing about the long drawn out was that it's 
one of those movies where they introduce a kind of a vague transitioning device in it and they're like this will mean more later on but for now it's not super necessary and in this movie that was that battle like it was like it didn't really it wasn't super necessary but the what where it leads up to is necessary yeah and then it's like oh i see and yeah i definitely think that the the bridge battle thing was a little a little drawn out for what it needed to be but again me contradicting myself just now it was necessary in the grand scheme of things yeah um I mean, there wasn't a bad part of the movie. I mean, yeah, it could be, it's a long-ass movie, but the long-ass parts are like, oh, okay. It's entertaining. Like, yeah. it's not... There's... It keeps you in, in the movie. And also, like, there's a part where I had to go to the bathroom. I'm like, don't worry. I'm not, I told you I'm not going to stop the movie because it's one of the movies that you don't have to stop. You can go and come back, and it still makes plenty of sense because it's... There's such a long, it's such a long movie. Yeah, you, you haven't really easily, missed anything. You, you can easily ca- get caught up within, like, maybe five minutes of the movie. Um... Hmm. I I'm just running through this. So I've I've clarified this many times in our podcasts. Uh, there are times where we kind of don't know what to say because we're still digesting it. Uh, at least on my in my part, and that's kind of how this is going because it's a really long movie. But I'm just like, there's yeah, there's yeah there's okay. so much stuff involved in this movie. Um, it, it's it'd be so much to explain or say. There's some movies when I think of we're gonna we're gonna do an episode of the podcast and I'm like hey this would be a great movie to do like um, Fight Club would be a great movie to do review but the fact that Fight Club has so much stuff in the movie it'd be hard to be like all right how am I gonna break this down and keep it simple for people to keep listening to us because yeah. it's so it's it can be a long movie it's a short it's a pretty good movie but there's so much compact in the movie. It'd be like it's hard to explain. Yeah, and that's kind of how it is with this. It's one of those. It's definitely a movie that, and I've said this before. I know I have. Is that it's better if you watch it, you get the full experience, because there's a lot that is small details that, again, like I said, make more sense later on. Um, the fact that he, that Blondie, is an amazing shot throughout the movie. It's, it's kind of like a secondary thing until the very end, and then you're like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, or like, oh, yeah, we're, we're going back to that again. Yeah, like it, it like it gets... Also, Spaghetti Western, it's kind of slow, and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's slow. Okay, but then it starts getting good and good and good and good, and the battles start getting better and better and better and better until the end, and it gets really good at the end. I did appreciate the the small bits of unintentional humor. I'm one of those people that really starts laughing when things are funny when they're not supposed to be funny, but it's just kind of like the tongue in cheek funny. It's yeah. like <laughs> that's a nice touch. Kind of right? like when they're in the like the the showdown with the six guys, and uh, Tuco shoots a guy, and then he says something, and they walk a little bit longer, and then Clint Eastwood, Blondie shoots shoots a guy, and he's like, oh thanks thanks, and he shoots like two more guys, and like oh thank you no thank you, and they're just killing guys left and right until you know, like uh, Tuco's like. I want angel eyes for myself. Yeah. There's there's small bits. And then also didn't you say during the movie, um, um, 
the cat thing. Uh, oh yeah, that he likes cats. Yeah, he didn't. Clint yeah, Eastwood. so then I I further read on that. So apparently he's allergic to cats, dogs, and horses. Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Huh. But that he really likes cats. But yeah, he had a cat cat he had, on. He had a kitten in his hat. Oh my god. Yeah. So I'm a crazy cat person, but seeing Clint Eastwood, one of the biggest badasses in the world, having a kitten in his hat, I was like, this just made this movie way more interesting. I mean, it's a little, it's a little stupid, but I thought it was funny. Um, the other thing that I, so, uh, I know I kind of go all over the place with what I'm saying, but, uh, kind of shifting back along to what I like. So, um, yeah, let's get to the point where what you like, what you could change. So what what would you change? So what I really like about the movie is that while it only had a $1.2 million budget, they spent it so well. The cinematography is incredible. The music score is really good. The way that the director shot the movie, like the way that he got the, uh, the, this is not in America, but he got that same, like, uh, Southwestern, um, feel down perfectly because I mean, I have only visited Arizona, but I know like in some parts, it's not this like red rock paradise that you see or in, in Mexico, it's sometimes just arid desert it's just there's rocks and sand and stuff it's not there's not a lot going on and i still was kind of like wait this isn't in america this wasn't filmed in like southern texas or mexico or anything no it's all in in where'd you say spain spain so it's crazy um but the way that he did the shots just it it made you feel like you were really back in the old west uh it was also the sets like uh the first town that they roll up in it it's just this kind of podunk in the middle of nowhere western town and it really set the mood for where all this happens is kind of in the middle of nowhere yeah really in the where the lawless middle of nowhere and so that's why it makes it cool when blondie doesn't really care who he kills or who gets in his way because it's like it's the it's the it's the wild west who's going to punish me who's going to tank who is going to cross paths with me and get out of it like that's one of the coolest parts in the movie is just his whole demeanor of like yeah I'm a badass what are you going to do about it hmm you going to get in my way look at everyone else who got in my way they're dead yeah. and they're just like all right all right I got and um, the other thing that I really liked about it was I liked the the gunfights. There's not a lot of them, but for when they happen, it's cool. Like it's just uh, I'm always a like a west. I growing up, I always liked western gunfights. Like yeah. when I was little, you know, cowboys and Indians and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But the whole like the six shooter that. fight and stuff like. There wasn't, you know, he, it was the, like, the, the Bogart stance where he's just right at the hip, just shooting guys, but just blowing them away. Yeah. And it made you feel, like, it makes you feel cool. Like, you're watching this guy just kick ass. You know, it's like an action movie before an action movie. You know? Like, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, that's what I liked. What I would change. Honestly, I'm the here. only things I would change is I would have taken the parts that uh, that we've discussed, and then when you Squatchers go and watch this, you will know what I mean by taking certain things out. 
Uh, I'm not going to go into detail because there's a lot of them, but some of them are just like, there's shots of the environment that I'm like, I didn't need to look at that for five minutes. Kind of like, kinda like the, at the end where Blondie is riding off. Yeah, I didn't need to. There's like a three minute thing and I'm like, oh, they're just going to end it. And it was just like music him writing music him writing and it hasn't even hit to point where they flash the whole the end it's still him and him just writing and then finally it flashes up with like 20 seconds to go yeah and that's and that's like what i and so when i say unnecessary parts again if you if you watch walking through the desert with blondie oh god yeah no um 100 miles it's parts like those that when i say like they just need to be trimmed down they just need to be trimmed down they don't like that that's the only thing i would really change about it um i like that he did uh going back to the things i like i also like that you know in the the script he's the man with no name he's supposed to be kind of a mystery so he doesn't talk a lot i'm glad he doesn't talk a lot i'm glad that he says very few words it just makes him it, it makes clint eastwood that much cooler so honestly there's not a lot i would change I mean, if I really wanted to nitpick, maybe not have it two hours and like 50 some minutes. 58 minutes, yeah. Yeah, maybe not that. Um, yeah, that's that's all I would really change. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, you know, they could have just, you know, the 100 mile through the desert they could totally clip that out and, and make it like, uh, you know, something that lasted probably like 20 minutes. They probably could have made it last like five minutes. Um, I find it funny when they're doing that scene there. It's like all in the daytime. It's like they didn't even sleep. They just kept on walking for 100 miles in a day. Um, you know, I so, mean, you could you could do that. I mean, not 100, well, 100 miles in a day. No. No. No, I was I was trying to remember if he said he said there was so many miles left to go. Was it like seventy? Seventy, yeah. So they did about twenty, thirty miles in the day. That's doable. Yeah. I mean, I walked that. I've walked that before. But uh, you know, yeah, that's the only thing I'd take. I'd make the um, certain parts like that shorter. Um, the Confederacy versus the Union bridge thing. You know, I would have cut that down a little bit, but kept the whole blowing up the bridge. Um, the fights, the you know, the cannons blowing up. I'd keep some of that. Um, but that's the only thing, you know. The, I love the music. I love the cinematography. The some stuff uh, panning out, making Act- it long. It makes it a western. I'd keep some parts. Um, I just thought of something I would change though. What? And it's so. Oh, what's the word? Jaded, maybe. We'll go with that basically the times they use the theme oh the yeah the the different versions of it i maybe take out like five of those because it's used a lot like yeah. not in a bad way but at but, one point but, i was but like but basically Lord. like when that happens clint eastwood shows up almost well yeah it's his theme yeah um Still more blood and gore than uh, Jeepers Creepers. Jeepers Creepers. Hey, no, we're keeping no, that. No, I know. We really need to like we'll put bash down that shirt. into the ground. Um, but yeah. So, uh, what would you rate it? Rate it? Oh, ten. 
10. Yeah, 100%. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Yeah, yeah. Here's why I say 10 out of 10. And I know it's kind of like, well, why would you need to give like a reason? The reason I would give it a 10 out of 10 is because it's what all other spaghetti westerns are held to. Like any any ones that are made after that need need like certain parts in them to to stand against a spaghetti western so like the magnificent that's seven. so so basically this is the spaghetti western like this what it needs to be like this is the, this is the bare minimum to be called a spaghetti has, western this is the standard right here. yeah this if, it's, is if it standard. doesn't meet these things it ain't a spaghetti western it's just another western right kind of like what magnificent seven see the magnificent again. seven has right has, again yeah right in it's not the original this is the third yeah 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 so in the magnificent seven ride they have the they have the guy that's angel eyes yeah yeah uh his actor not the not the actual character um but they have him he's a cool badass doesn't really say a lot um they got the cool music the the cool like southwestern you know cowboy music and, and all that um so so comparing it to that the reason i rate this higher than that is because this just had way more character in it. It had way more, like, it made more sense in a longer amount of time with fewer details. Is that, so like in Magnificent Magnificent Seven Ride, I remember saying that I wish I had known who these people were oh longer. you want more start you wanted we more wanted story, we background. wanted more background for certain uh-huh. people in this one i didn't really care that there were three movies beforehand i was like no i'm good i'm good whoever dies when they die that's cool that's fine by me um it's it it again that's a it's a very it's a three hour long movie so of course it's gonna have more coverage of the characters but i'm saying it had less talking less like description yeah. about them but it flushed them out more yeah you find out that tuco is just this kind of greedy like lackey he's not actually like a bad person he's he not a, like a bandit where he robs and steals i mean though... he, he robbed the gun store but he's not inherently bad like yeah. just like blondie he's not inherently bad he's just he's just kind of pathetic yeah um blondie cool quiet badass he's not good or evil and and then and then angel um, eyes angel eyes is he's kind of like the other side of blondie but yeah he's he's the more like i'm bad but i'm bad because i want because i choose to be yeah but i haven't really done anything bad on screen but you can get that vibe from him like that he's not he's one guy that like you don't want to cross paths with because he's gonna he'll kill you for what reason we don't know but that's the good part like that's the funny part about it is that even though that, it that's doesn't what say, makes the movie good yeah is that you don't really know why he's like that but you're just like fuck it he's bad and while yeah he's the bad in the in the credits when they roll the credits it's like that's not the bias you have when you see him he's this interesting kind of like you said, the opposite of the character of uh, Blondie. He's talkative. He he's outspoken about stuff. He's just trying. He is trying to get his own way about uh, or his own goals. He'll do whatever it takes to get them, and he'll kill whoever it takes to get there. Yeah. 
Um, I give this a ten. I thought you were gonna say like lower because you were no. surprised. Uh I give it a ten. It's a good movie. I like it. It's a great movie. It's fantastic. Um, I honestly want to watch the the. Yeah, the I want to watch. I want to watch the 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 first two movies and see how if it really does tie in with this movie. I would be really interesting. Um, I would also like to say, um, once again, this is probably gonna be our uh, last episode for the you know cowboy, uh, the western, the wild wild west uh, reviews. Uh, the next uh, next thing we're gonna be doing is uh, you want to do uh, space space. So uh, we got a lot of things to work on that. Two cowboys versus dinosaurs or whatever. Cowboys thing. versus aliens. Oh yeah, that's what it was with the uh, mm-hmm. what? What's his name? The uh, Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Um, but uh, Squatchers. Um, I've been Jester. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! You're jumping. We haven't even done our plug yet. We do our plug. What yeah. is What is our plug? Our plug is well. That's just what we thought. Um, so remember to follow us on. Well, you're the one that usually says it. Oh. Well, Remember, Squatchers, that uh, we need. You need to hit that follow button. Our, yeah, our wonderful. Our, hit that follow w- w- button. I'll hit that follow button. Our wonderful uh, platforms that we're on, which is Spotify, uh, uh, Apple, Apple Music, Google, Google Podcasts, and eight. our home on Anchor. And surprisingly, it doesn't say that we actually post anything to Anchor sometimes when I upload. Funny, funny little tidbit right there. Um, also, uh, don't forget that uh, like us on Facebook. We are uh, Sasquatch Podcast. Yeah, interact with us, especially that we would love to hear about these particular ones because this these are these are movies we're really passionate. About. I mean, we're we're passionate about our podcast, but we're passionate about these movies. Like these movies are ones that we wanted to watch. Yeah. So interact with us. Tell us why you liked them, or tell us what you liked, or do whatever. Leave us a like. Uh, communicate with us yeah because uh we're blasting off an outer space next time yeah um what else uh is there really anything else i feel like there's more thank you for listening oh yeah thank you for oh we just broke 900 we're almost there we're almost to a thousand once we get to a thousand we're at 910 right now so we're at 90 90 downloads left until we hit that thousand download mark again as as i said last time i know i need to like get a shirt that says again as i said that but again as i said in the last episode we really appreciate it like we're we're still going with this um the upload schedule may not be as big as it was for spooktober for a little while um we're just trying to incorporate life and work and podcast because you know we we got to put bread on the table somehow but for that entire time that you know for whatever uh season it is or series we're doing we really appreciate it so if you've made it this far thank you yep um keep on listening yeah keep on listening tell your friends follow us and uh i've been big chungus i've been jester and uh we love you guys yeah and uh oh yeah you're uh what was it have a good what you always say something it's like uh morning evening oh have a wonderful uh, morning evening afternoon and people who are listening during the uh swing shift and the night shift yeah whatever so thank uh, you so squatch uh, out squatch out